Welcome to Unspeakable Tea, where we sip and chat about culture, current trends, things happening in our personal lives, and all the in-between. So turn on the kettle and join us. If you're new here, welcome. And if you've been here before, get ready for some tea. And one, and two, and one, two, three, four. Queen Margay. <laughs> the queen is dead. So I don't, I don't even think we should apologize anymore. <laughs> like, we are trying. That's Yo, what we're doing. We are trying. We're so and sorry. That, and that should, that should be okay. okay? And that, that should, should be, be enough. Because I swear to God, it'll be like, oh, we'll God. have crazy days. Danny lives 10 minutes from me, okay? Right. But that includes working out, uh, personal responsibilities, going to um, work. Cooking. Cooking, and then watching your kid. I have my kid to watch, and then like... Your, your dog has a shit attack or throws up in the house and then it just like messes with you mentally and, and then you're, you're like, like and then it hits nine o'clock and you're like should we record the podcast but then we're like we're not gonna give 110 percent. yeah and we want to be okay so anyways but basically that, you know how like couple podcasts right in the beginning we set tuesdays to our days we're going back to that we're gonna go, yes Thank we're God, gonna hopefully. go back to tuesdays recording yeah. every day even though today's wednesday but no listen <laughs> shut up man you don't have to tell them that <laughs> But this up uh, this podcast is gonna be uploaded today, okay? But no, what we're basically saying is like Danny uh, and I have just uh, worked out. She showered. I haven't showered yet. My kid's sleeping, so I was like, you know what? This is the this perfect, is perfect time. time. I made a shitty coffee, and it's not even but helping. But we're like amped. We have the energy right now, yeah. and we're willing to. We're ready to give you guys the tea. So life update: got a new job. So amped for it. Woo-woo. Starting October third. Making the bank. bank. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. And inflation's um, taking yeah, all your money. Yeah. I don't get it. How? I mean, the tax return will be great though. <laughs> so um, <laughs> that's happening. We've also oh, signed up um, to this fitness class. It's called Orange Theory. It's very big in America. My so they're friend. all over the world. Yeah. Yeah. They're but it's very big in America. Like our cousin started going to it, and that's how we found out about it but i was telling one of my friends in california yeah and she was just like yeah like dude it's so big here and i was just like I mean, oh, the shit, thing is, yeah. it's really big here too it's like, like okay it's what not you advertised like good life or okay no it is because i yeah. remember when the brampton one opened mm-hmm. i used to get notifications like i used to get the ads on Sponsored, my instagram yeah. all the time and i'm yeah. like what the hell is orange theory i was yeah. already at la good life story at the time oh, oh. and i was going to the gym regularly oh, so i never thought about it no. but because our cousin and his wife go and it's like they, they, yeah. they love it we're like okay let's just try and right. like danny went on to a mm. class and she was like it's crazy i'm like, like okay. i went and i i like i was like the what is it called the piggy no really? the guinea pig i was the guinea pig of the group yeah and then i i like i literally right after my first class i didn't even like i didn't even hesitate i booked mona in and i was just like i called go. her up while i was still in the but class y'all want to hear what she did to me mm-hmm. so when she was supposed to go with me to the first class she slept in. Oh, yeah. But your girl had yeah, motivation went. and went herself. Yeah, I was worried. And I loved her. it. But if, you need, if you're sick of the gym, if you're sick of, like, I don't know, the environment, you need something new. You want someone to kick your ass every day on your ear screaming at you. Okay, no. They're no, not, no. They're not okay. screaming at Okay, let they're me explain. Not, but they're like, you got this. Like, they're pumping you? you up. Yeah. They're like, who? who's your biggest competitor? You, like, look at yourself in the mirror. Because there's mirrors everywhere. Like, you're fighting yourself. And you're just like, yeah, I'm a fucking so, Okay, but let's break it down. It's the fact that, like, regardless... So, everyone's... If you've been to classes at a gym and stuff, 
it's like the instructors doing their thing. They don't give a crap about yeah, you, yeah. and you just have to follow. Yeah. yeah. Whereas this is so much more crazy because their whole theory behind Orange Theory is it's like science. It's the science based, and then it's also the fact mm-hmm. that like the coaches will come to you mm-hmm. and be like, okay, do you have any injuries? Is there something that's like limiting you from doing your best? Right. And everyone's going their own pace. Yeah. Like today, you know I mean? there was Which a workout. Crazy. There was a workout that I couldn't do, and like I literally she gave you a moderation. She's like, no, okay. I didn't. I gave myself a moderation. Like I didn't. Get Give up. I still did the sit-ups, the same like eight, four, um, yeah, eight, yeah, six, yeah. four, two. I still did it on each side, but like it was just like even if you but don't they didn't know, say, like, oh, why aren't you doing? Yeah, it? right. But like, let's just say like, okay. you're working out alone and you can't do it. You'll just be like, okay, let me find like a stupid alternative. Let me just work to this the next so one, right? But instead, I knew everyone was going around me. I couldn't stop. Like it doesn't make you want to stop. Yeah, I 100 agree because like even when it comes to me and like working out i've been doing it for over like seven years yeah and like going to the gym whatever i used to take a spin classes here and there i never was a class person Mm -hmm. this is completely different yeah you can be independent and also yeah you just follow what the coach is telling you and it's like having a personal trainer yeah it's literally and you're paying i think a fraction of the price of a personal trainer and like she like they tell you tips and like the trainer came up to me and Mona today and they're like okay so if you're doing x amount of calories like and you're coming this many days like you need to start tracking your macros or what what because she said you're worse busting your butt with doing this and you don't want to can't be eating like not watching what you're eating and working so hard and then see no result like if you want to just maintain your weight that's great for you but if you actually want to see results and you know you're like i just want to feel better and be stronger yeah then you have to and so I actually haven't tracked my calories in almost two and a half years. So okay, but yeah, that, that but. and also Mona's going back to work too. Yes, I go back to work next month. She's done mat leave. Yeah, I mean, so Paramount just still, you know, is still here. I mean, the season's sort of ending for us now, and like we're booking in for next year. Yeah. Uh, we got like a few more scarce events around the fall winter time. But um, sort of done that chapter of like my yeah, like, like now, the season's gone. So. Yeah, now we're moving on to um, me going back to work full time, which is very nerve wracking. I mean, I, I do have a hybrid schedule, so it's not bad because I was just realistically thinking if I'm working a nine to five every day, uh-huh. I don't see my kid. Right. My kid goes to bed at six thirty. Right. So, so it's better I if you transition slowly and just don't not go in. Yeah, time. like I like also because this is the family business and like I've spoke like I started this when I was this business when I was during peak COVID. So I performed my all and like did amazing even when I was working from home mm. and that never stopped me right. from working. Right, right, right. So I rem- you were working until like you were about to pop. 9 p.m. Yeah, I was mm. even when I was pregnant, I was mm. working until like almost two weeks before I was due. And we used to tell her like sit the fuck down, like shut the fuck up and sit down. She's like, no, no. And look at your kid now. He runs around like, like a freaking. psychopath. But Hi. yeah, so I mean, that's the thing, like not going back to work and stuff, but I am kind of scared. You got this. Sister. No, I always think about it in the sense that, like, for like, someone said this to me. Ooh. You're so rude. Someone said this to me and was like, he was a male, and he said he's like, I have great admiration for working moms because they're like, you're doing two mm. jobs at once, and mm. it must be so hard to leave your kid. And it is true because dads, if you're a sole single dad, then maybe that's different. Mm. But we feel mom guilt. Right. Right? And I, like, feel it, like, I, every day I'm like, did I make a mistake? Am I making a mistake going back to work? But, yeah. I, like, again, I can't let myself go 
Yeah. My kid needs will always need and, me. And your kid will appreciate that you're working and you'll be a role model. Yeah, to but him, then I always you know? think about the fact that like what? What if he like starts to forget me? Are you he, dumb? Or like he prefers like his kids. Bitch, you ain't going for six months. You're gonna be hybrid. Are you I'm gonna hit you in the head. I know, but you know yeah. what I mean. No like, whore, I don't. I just feel it sometimes. No I'm not so loud. he's sleeping. Okay. But like I do feel it though in the sense that oh, like it's if gonna mom, be okay. Or, like, you know, my mother-in-law's watching him and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're... Well, no, you're a hybrid. You're going to do, like... You, but you, the thing you need to understand is, like, besides me mm-hmm. and, like, his father, mm-hmm. like, his grandmothers are also considered his primary caregivers. Yeah, yeah that's Right? True. Because they do take a really huge part in his... Like, this past summer, both, like, mama and, like, my mother-in-law took care of him, like, cons- yeah. like so much. Yeah, that's true. Right? And so... It's so crazy, like, having, like, grandparents are such a big help. I... Don't I say it every day before I go to sleep? I'm like I am so thankful that I have a village to help me. Yeah, because there's mom. <laughs> I swear to God, there's moms I know. Like there's a mom I know, and she's like like a freaking trooper. Mm. She has a two and a half year old, and she like does it. Like she's a stay at home mm. mom with him, and like she. That's her job, yeah. But like she gives it a hundred and ten percent, and like she'll be like freaking drained, and I see her, and I'm like, dude, you're doing fucking phenomenal. Yeah, because. I know. Yeah. I sometimes think about if I was that. Like yeah. I've had my days, and but she does it herself. You know what I mean. Yeah. And I'm so proud of her because I see her doing it. I'm like, dude, you're an amazing. To mom. all the moms out there, you guys yeah. are superwomans. Seriously. What did you just say? The queen died. No. What did you say? The Rani. Yeah. Oh my God! I'm hearing like Dave Rani, like the Dave, like sister-in-law. Bet you dumb. The oh the queen. Yes. Um, she died. She finally did. Yo, honestly, like it's like. Like, I love the history behind it, but it's like, what the fuck are okay, you... Okay, I mean, history as in, like, you know, like, prince, princess, blah, 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 I, blah. You like... Okay. Like, I like watching The Crown sometimes. Okay, yeah, same. But, I love The Crown. Yeah, but, like, it's like... You like hearing the story behind the monarchy. But the monarchy. fact... I found out to, at this time, when the queen died, um, we were all talking about whatever nonsense, and everyone was like, yeah, like, you're, the, the people pay for the queen and everyone. And I'm like, what? They don't have their own money. The fuck? Where do they get money from? What the fuck is the point of this? Then? I told you they what have. Do they, do? they have the Kohinoor diamond, and probably when everyone so decides every, to the, give up on the monarchy, what they feed on is the money the taxpayers would give. It's so, but but what is so like, huh? About them because the monarchy has been around. What's for over the a what monarchy? Years. Like I'll King, fucking take one out of my ass. I'm but I'm trying to explain. Should to you. we create one too? Like will people start paying for no, my rent? No. no. So who the fuck abandons this? Trying, but then I'm trying to explain to you is the monarchy's been around for over a thousand years. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's so hard for some people to let it go, right? I mean now if you look at a lot okay, of modern, I get it. I get the monarchy's been here for a thousand years, whatever. Mm-hmm. But what do they contribute to the working people? They don't anymore. That's what people are fighting for and saying they're like the monarchy itself needs to be abolished because there's no need for them anymore. But the thing is, the soft like the UK is there's okay, so the UK is split into halves, okay? Mm-hmm. There's also the Commonwealth, okay, but the Commonwealth also is giving up. But the thing is is that the people of the UK are torn. If there's like people who are younger generations and stuff are saying they need to go, they're wasting our time and our money. Mm-hmm. Whereas people who genuinely love the queen and the sovereign and the monarchy and everything are extremely devastated and are like waiting almost three days in line just to see the queen's casket pass. But I get that. Are they dumb as fuck though? Because... Danya, but you need to understand this is all they've been taught. You also need to understand that they're white 
individuals, not ethnic are you backgrounds or minorities. Dumb? Like, why the fuck are you busting your okay. ass to provide for someone who doesn't give two fucks if you die tomorrow? Okay, but let me explain something. So, I saw someone who immigrated to Canada. Okay. She's of um, mm-hmm. Indian background. She immigrated to Canada about seven to eight years ago, and she posted like what we say when what you say when you get a citizenship mm-hmm. it's like um uh thanking the queen or blah, blah, blah. Uh, serving the queen something whatever right? right and they're explaining like you know she's the reason you know you got an opportunity to come to canada right, right? but then i thought about it i'm like are you kidding me you left your country india because the monarchy took away all your opportunities as a country did you know India could have made over like thirteen yeah, trillion dollars while it was un- it was colonized by the Britain Empire, the British Empire? So the reason you left India is because of the Queen, is because of the monarchy. So she's basically just. But people don't see that. They're like, oh, she gave us an opportunity. No, because people aren't educated and they're not thinking. But yeah. the reason why you left impoverished India is because the British. Empire decided to take away your opportunities. It's actually pretty fucked up. Think about it. You're in the no, situation because so you were, like, yeah. Back to what I'm saying, like I like the I think the only concept of the royals or whatever I loved was Diana and Charles, how that whole scandal happened, and now seeing Meghan and Harry and like how he's doing better for himself. But honestly, I don't like these people are dumb as fuck. Yeah, like look at the Queen covering up for Prince Andrew. Yeah. The guy was affiliated with Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, and now he can't. Did you see how his whole family were wearing their yeah. British Army outfits and stuff? But Harry so, wasn't allowed. No, Harry was because he left he stepped yeah. down not Harry Andrew Andrew yeah, they both and but no but Andrew was because mm. they rem- rem- removed mm-hmm. him yeah. Harry left there's yeah. a difference right so and also like how the queen uh, paid off the victim the accuser and stuff it's pretty bad using the workers money not even yeah around. someone posted um, meaning like she was like someone like steal the coin or now she's dead yo so this shit's so much bad people are dumb as fuck right i need to start like my there was there was something i was listening to was that because of the queen australia or scotland because of loyalty to the queen decided to stay a part of the commonwealth now when everything goes back to normal her funeral is going to happen on monday mm-hmm, or whatever mm-hmm. and charles is going to be king do you think they're going to have the same loyalty to him the Commonwealth countries are going to start giving up. You really think so? They're not going to give their... Listen, this is what I said. All the leaders of this world, every country, every like every continent, whatever, mm-hmm. all the leaders, prime ministers, whatever, have been alive to see only the queen. Mm-hmm. They've been loyal only to the queen. Right. No one's... They haven't been loyal to anyone else. So after the one thing that kept them together is gone, why should they give their loyalty right. to Charles? Yeah. It wasn't. I was monarchy. watching it like was some the next. I was watching some next ceremony, and they're like, "Please sign the fucking instrument." And I thought, "Yo, they're gonna bring out like a guitar or some shit, right?" It was what like, do you a, mean? "What are you talking about?" Like there was this girl who was saying, "Okay, Your Majesty to Charles, right now, you and your two witnesses can please sign the instrument." I'm like, okay, maybe they're gonna bring out a set of drums or guitar. It was a fucking piece of paper. I'm like, where's the instrument? Why do you guys gotta use these vocabs? I don't fucking understand. Oh, are you talking about when he signed and he was sworn? 
sworn in? I don't fucking know. He's wearing black and he was just signing a big piece of paper. He was sw- being sworn in, I think. Well, yeah, why but they it's call- called instrument because it's the instrument. Like, you know how instrument people. is like also to like scientific instrument that is something that helps you do a task? No, bitch. Yeah. So, like, a, a beaker is an instrument, like a science chemistry m- instrument. So that All is, I know, okay. these people are dumb Girl as fuck. just thinks instruments are music. And these people are dumb as fuck. And they went, to, they looked at Disney movies and they're like, oh, Cinderella? Okay, no, no. Make a no, no. You, that, but then you can't think of it like that. There's still other monarchies around the world. In Why? Africa, in Thailand, there's a princess. Like, you need to understand there's monarchies still around and the world. And they take uh, workers' money? Well, they don't take the workers' money, but they have, like, they're either from wealthy families or they have their own wealth. Or, like... If they take pay- yeah, if they take taxpayer money, they're dumb as fuck because they're busting their ass to have a house. But, some- but if they die tomorrow, these bitches aren't gonna gra- throw them a grand funeral. Well, you're right, right? The monarchy. Is so self- if you're wealthy yourself, like all these kings in freaking UAE, uh, some, some, sure, some do. sure. Well, go. you can't even say the UAE because the king and stuff don't give a crap about. Okay, the whatever. If you you wanna you bloody rich, you be rich, okay? If I like that's it, but don't take my fucking Inshallah. money. Inshallah. Don't take my fucking money. Like fuck you, Trudeau. You take my tax. I bust my ass. <laughs> Still don't got money. Okay. Inshallah, it'll happen. We just gotta start playing the lottery as a group. <laughs> We're all like devastatedly <laughs> broke. Give us another five years, then we'll okay. probably be making it one day. Inshallah. All right, friends. Is that a drum roll? Can you hear it on the mic? That's so I think dumb. so. Uh, it is time for submission time. Uh, honestly, I just want to say first off that I love how sometimes people come in the submissions and they give us freaking shade and they're like, so are we not getting tea this week? We're so sorry. <laughs> but keep bringing on the stories. We really like how you guys give us ideas and discussion topics and stuff. Okay, you see the but, fucking submission, listen, bro. I just wanted to Fuck. say I would love to hear people give their a scenario that happened in their life that maybe yeah, we, can we talk can talk about. about. So if you have something that happened in your life, because okay. again, they're all anonymous we would love uh-huh. to hear it so we can discuss it uh-huh. so this someone sent in the submission uh and she goes hey girls episode nine was definitely a winner thank you thank you can you please talk about being considerate with the feelings of others because in our desi culture this toxic mindset has taken a toll on people's mental health i totally agreed with Dan- danny when she said she don't give a fine fuck about anyone but it's easier said than done definitely. for many of us mm-hmm. would love to hear your thoughts on this thank you Okay, so when it comes from a Desi family perspective, I feel like me and Mona can relate to this a lot because Mm -hmm. our dad's side was hella toxic, Mm -hmm. right? In some extent to my mom's, but it was more of our dad's. Mm -hmm. Anytime we would go, they would throw shade on us about either how we looked, our weight, our clothes, what we're doing, our actions, Mm -hmm. the way we're sitting, the way we're talking, the way we're laughing. Mm -hmm basically you couldn't breathe and it became like a norm of like okay so i have to act a certain way where you're able to breathe and it's also right like, yeah but remember she's asking yeah. being considerate about other people's yeah, feelings right. like not so, being able to speak back right so we weren't able to because we'll but like they're older like we'll butt in like don't you get them upset exactly yeah. like oh like she's old don't let her talk to you. it's okay like let it pass or even your own like by your own parents like for example like sometimes our parents say things and you need to remind them that hey like this isn't cool and like you said it's easier said than done and i'm not saying that this happened overnight this took a lot of work and i'm still working on it like if someone is saying x y and z to me i'm gonna call you out on it buddy because you don't pay my bills and my mental health does so if you're gonna destroy that like you best bet i'm coming after you yeah um so 
I really that's part of the reason why I might have taken a step back from our dad's side of the family because it's just like it's they just talk like it's just too much like you know like even I know they don't come from a bad place in their heart you know like they don't I don't know about that yeah I don't know about that but like I'm just I think everyone at the end of the day subconsciously there is a bit of spitefulness yes but they think it's so normal that they don't even think it's bad anymore yeah it's like what Foss talked about on the podcast before right it's like making jokes at each other was okay but like what she's saying Uh is like asking like being careful about other people's feelings things and like how it is true i will say it is uh-huh. easier said than done but we also need to you need to understand that it, me and danya come from years of trauma like okay for example of going through this yeah. since we were kids for example we're still in our I, 20s and yeah struggling like with don't it. don't be rude and say something back i'll give you a scenario what just happened to me i saw someone who just given birth and i saw her after maybe like uh, six months and I walked in and, you know, we were talking. I was there for maybe less than a half an hour. And, you know, she started um, questioning me. Hey, do you go to the gym? And I'm like, no, because life is actually... Like, this is prior to Orange Theory. And, you know, mm-hmm. like, I was just getting a new job. Um, my mental health wasn't This okay. was a while ago, yeah. Right. Like, I was just, like, I wasn't in the right headspace. And she quite... And then, you know, she looks at me in a funny way. She's like, oh, like, you don't go? And then I didn't say anything. All I said was, like, when are you starting then? Like, that's what I said. I wasn't rude to her because I questioned her the same thing she questioned me but sometimes we feel like just even saying something is like over oh, talking back yeah. so what was she say when you said that I should just shut up like what the fuck is she I like I literally said like you're, you know you used to walk on the treadmill like, yeah when are you starting that like how dare you fucking ask me 100%. if you don't want to be asked and especially like you just yeah. gave birth like i'm not that type of person to ask you when you're gonna go to the gym when you just gave birth but you open that yourself in the situation yeah you open that gate for me where i can like not talk back but question you the same question uh-huh so when it comes to um being careful about other people's feelings i'm not saying be fucking disrespectful but i'm just saying it's like hey maybe asking the same question in the same format or, or the same tone i think one one way i always look at mm-hmm. it is if someone's saying something to mm-hmm. you you can just be like and or like what did you mean by that mona and because of remember how mama used to like speak up in a different way mm-hmm. to her and we used to like we we thought but, it was so weird but now we realized that it was because, the best but, thing to do yeah because we're not used to someone speaking back so when mama started doing it because she didn't feel safe or safe comfortable. like why is someone commenting that to her and she might have cracked a joke and laughed really loud about it mm-hmm. and we were like what the fuck is she doing right because we weren't used to it but now that you when you think about it it's like yeah she's so for herself. example if someone would say something in a joking yeah. manner she would be like ha 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 you're so funny like very loud like straight sarcasm straight dead so face. they fucking feel it or, and they would be like, oh. or or she would say the exact same thing to them like example like um, oh you look gained weight it's like oh it looks like you did too yeah she would say the exact same thing yeah I remember and we would be like what the fuck I remember I read something someone was mm. explaining because we all know it's an undie a daisy undie or someone right. that's gonna say something to you and she goes like if someone goes like Oh wow, you know Priya, th- th- you know you look like you've gained a little weight. Be like, huh, Auntie? Looks like you've gained a little. You're looking a little healthy there yourself. But you say it in like a nice voice, in a sweet way. Like, Auntie, I'll be a chila green. Look it, like you gained some weight too. It's not giving. It's it's at the end of the day, you're not giving a crap about their feelings. You're not being disrespectful. But you're hitting them back so they understand how it feels. And I'm not... And, like, this is not going to be, like, yo, the first shot you get, someone's rude, you're going to speak up. 
first it's gonna take time you're once you get hit with it you're gonna be like oh fuck like i just got hit with it i acknowledge it i'm angry you accept your emotions you accept the anger but instead of making that anger get to your mind where how are you gonna build that anger into a way where it's not gonna affect you next yeah time? you don't want it for yeah. example i have a really hard time with this where mm -hmm. uh, if something happens to me i dwell on it right like if the smallest thing happens, yeah, same, it same, fucks same. up my mood. And then I'm like, okay, but why am I doing this? It's, I read something yesterday mm. and it, it's like been bothering me because mm -hmm. it's my life. It's like, because you had a toxic childhood, it uh -huh. doesn't mean because of the toxic uh, childhood, then mm. you're trying to gentle parent your child, which has been really difficult for me. Right. Where Musa, I understand there's some things I say or do. He doesn't remember now, but he's going to turn two, three years old. and He's going to remember these things. Right. Right. Where the post said... Just because you had toxic relationships doesn't mean you need to expect your new relationships, like your romantic relationships, to be toxic as well. Meaning, if things didn't end well for you as a kid or there was a lot of bickering, okay, so if you have bickering and like arguments now in your relationship, you have to end it. No. But exactly. Right. But that's the thing. It's a cycle you have to learn how to break because then also it affects the way you parent. Because realistically, right. everything now, is like a cycle. Yeah. Effect. And it, I, it's like you have to work on it. So now yeah. I'm working on it as well. Like the fact mm. of like, it's just, a, it's a, a endless circle. Scooby. Okay. Scooby so, so basically it's like, I'm in the endless circle of like now understanding. Okay. Just because I had a toxic past. Mm. Now it's like, you have to work on it. And I said, mm. like, not every relationship is easy. Not every relationship. It's going to work yeah. right away. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, I just, like, you have to figure it out. Yeah. But, like, that's why I'm going back to the uh, submission was, like, where she... It's easier said than done. Right. It just takes time. Like, for example, like, dad comes... Our, I think our thick skin comes from dad because growing up, he he yeah. would like his sweet talk to us was basically making fun of us. It, as as like fucked up that sounds and as narrow like as twisted that sounds, it's yeah. the truth. He would be like, oh, he still does it. Like he like there would be nicknames like Kati, which is a baby cow, but he would say it out of love. But at the end, Perry. Yeah, but yeah. no, or like um, Dumbo Drop. Like, what the f- Like, if you- If someone hears this, it's like- Well, you're called what? Dumbo because of your ears. Yeah, my Dumbo because of my ears, but then the drop came because maybe I was a little thicker. But it's just like, when someone hears this, it might be like, holy fuck, that's fucked up. But that's where we get the thick skin from, right? But then that's when we also realize that now when he says these things to me, I speak up and I'm like, I don't like that. Stop saying it. But you know what it is? It's because now we're under- We- mm -hmm. Like, I think this also comes from, like, what the submission she was saying. Mm -hmm. It's, like, being considerate of other people's feelings. It's, like, let's say, for example, this was a parent-child situation, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. she's speaking about a parent-child situation. Mm -hmm. It's that whatever that, per like, a parent said to you, you held on to your feelings mm -hmm. because you're, like, okay, maybe this is how they love me. Right. But that's not how you that's should feel love. Because yeah. I'm telling you this as a 25 turning 26 this we month. We all old. accept the love we think we deserve. So Danya reminded me, this is a quote from Perks of Being a Wallflower. And I've lived by this quote since I was in high school. And I uh -huh. think in the last year or so, I forgot that. Uh -huh. what, and what it means that we accept the love we think we deserve. Is that 
you that forget, same sc- scenario. Yeah, you forget the love you you know you deserve. So he might be saying that out of love, but I know the love that I deserve. So I need to remind him that hey, if you're trying to, if you're gonna try showing me love, I, I need it the way I deserve it, and, and that's the way not by you, being called those names. So. Yeah, and it's not just about names; right. Right it could be actions yeah. and stuff too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, it's just the fact of like you you dwell like you hold in your feelings mm-hmm. or you, how you feel mm-hmm. just because you're like oh this is what love is. But again understanding what like love should feel like and what toxic love is is very difficult Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right and i think once you start experiencing your own romantic relationship or having people around you who show you true love Mm -hmm. and like how you should be loved in a respectful manner Mm -hmm. that is when you start understanding oh when that happened in my childhood that wasn't okay right you know what i mean um I, I think that a lot of ours can be a lot like for me and Danny it was like body issues mm-hmm. um, how we dress how we carry ourselves type of like, issues I like I I laugh out loud but I was told so many times to shut the fuck up like You're why too are loud. you why are you laugh, what laughing girls gonna like, like, what guys gonna like you literally like or that. like for example like the dumbest thing scenario um I haven't finished the Quran to any Muslim followers listening um and you're supposed to in your lifetime and I hope one day I get to that point but my mental health i can't right now and i'm just not in that headspace but i remember them saying to me you think someone's gonna marry you you haven't finished the crown i'm like bitch you dumb as fuck if they want to know if i married the actually crown you can't even say that because it happened to mom and when mom was younger i think she, this was yeah but that's mom's generation no but isn't it, they would literally ask her what's this recitation or this like are you dumb is that gonna is that gonna is that gonna show how our marriage is gonna work or is yeah. the way i am gonna show that um but yeah like i just just take your time with everything and uh, again put your mental peace first and and ask yourself are they paying your bills if they are cool but they still yeah but if they're being snarky and stuff and like you you feel it don't you don't need to give a shit about their feelings yeah because you do you at the end of the day you need to hold the power you want within yourself and don't give that power that job be that key to someone else to unlock your vault and like take all that goodness from you so I have an idea. This can this goes really well into another thing I saw. So one of our cousins he posted this on his page on his story, and it really like hit me. He's like sometimes saying what was what did he say? He said sometimes saying like oh um or like uh, my mental peace comes first, mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. not dealing with toxic people and negative energies and just being having a positive mindset. Some saying that or having that mentality can sometimes lead you away from dealing with other deep-rooted problems that you right inner healing yeah and so i thought about that and Mm. you know what and i uh, you and i are taking this in a different way where Mm. we're actually dealing with problems at hand Mm. and uh, working on inner healing and then having a positive mindset but i think the way he was saying is a lot of people what they'll do is that they'll leave the problems that they have completely ignore and they're like okay i just want a positive mindset but oh, it's like, I can't fucking do that. But do you get what I mean? Like, if some there's a root cause mm-hmm. to your issues that's yeah. causing you to be like, I want a positive so mindset. So basically, it's like you it, need to deal with the root. In 2020, problem. 2021, uh-huh. I realized that there was a lot in my head that I haven't been aware of. Uh-huh. I went to a therapist. Like you know, I started doing. Yeah. I started um 
talking about what was actually in my mind, yeah. right? So I started that. But when it comes with inner healing, that is when you find out the root cause and how you're going to fix that. And that's my journey right now. I'm basically healing right now mm -hmm. and figuring out the journey of my inner healing. Because I can talk to a therapist all I want. I can do all these exercises. I can have a positive mindset. Mm -hmm. I can do all these like, oh, like mental health advocate. Like I can do that. But once you don't know the inner like healing, the root cause the root, of why. Like you need to dig deep in your soul. And I recently just picked up a book and I've been doing that and i've been on this journey and it's like holy shit like it's working yeah but i think that that's what mm. I'll, like i guess we could say too is like it took you time to get here right? yeah it's been three years since i've been yeah. working on myself and i'm still working i'm not and i've just started i would say like i've just started i've too. lost relationships in this journey i've gained um better ones and i've lost ones You're that i thought i never thought i would lose so like it's all a process it's a whole damn process not gonna happen overnight so if i've been working on it for three years and i've gained and lost so much and i'm still doing it so you don't know when another three years is gonna do yeah anymore. right so if you feel a certain way just start pick up a book do uh, like talk to yourself like you know just literally mm -hmm. go in front of a fucking mirror and talk to yourself yeah i caught myself doing that sometimes so bad like if i'm having a mental breakdown there i'm hysterically was, yeah. crying mm -hmm. i'm literally staring at myself i'm like ramona what the fuck are you doing so basically i just saw like a um another like interview with kendall jenner and um someone else um, I forgot his name. Um, he was just, uh, she was mentioning that her therapist told her, take, a, find a picture of yourself, a younger picture of yourself, any. She found an original Polaroid and she put it on her mirror and she was just, the therapist was like to her, whenever you feel low, go to that picture and talk to that younger self. How would you, what would you say right now to protect her feelings? And I was just like, holy because fuck. Because technically those are your feelings too. Yeah, like what, yeah. like, I mean, I know my younger self would be like, fuck, like, you're pushing hard. But, like, when I it think comes your to younger me, self yeah. also, mm -hmm. if you were to see yourself from six years ago, mm -hmm. would be proud of where you are. Yeah. Because yeah. you put your mental health first. Yeah. Right? I mean, there was something Megan Trainer. she was on a podcast, and she mm -hmm. said it. Her therapist had taught her, she had such a bad time adjusting to her body after giving birth. Oh, right. Where her therapist was like, for five minutes, I want you to stand naked in front of a mirror. And she <sighs> couldn't. And she couldn't. She's like, I used to have such a hard time where I was shaking because I was like, I can't do this. Like, I'm not, like, I, I honestly feel like, that. Like, not being comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. But she was like, it's crazy. But the thing is, like, if you can't get a therapist, and I get that, right? But, like, I feel like therapy allows you that gate where it, they make you dig deeper into your subconscious, yeah. like, your, your me mental and, like, be like, hey, this is what's going on and we need to work on this. Yeah, like, now that I think about it, I don't think I've ever said, ooh, to my body before. Like, I've always said, ill. Like, what the fuck is that? Don't say that. I no, I know, you. but it's like a work in progress. Like, I'm working too. Yeah. Like, I'm going to the gym. Fucking spending all this damn money on yeah, 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 better yeah. be getting there. But, like, that's what I mean. Like, standing, I would maybe start for a minute. Let's see what that But this is what I'm just saying, right? Yeah. Everyone has their own things that they have to work on. And, like, sometimes your therapy doesn't have to be an actual therapist. Yeah. Your therapy. It could be your friend circle. Because I know, like, are we going out? Yeah. It can be whatever. But my friend circle was my therapy before I started spending hundreds and thousands of dollars. Okay, not thousands. But, like, hundreds of dollars to a therapist. Yeah. My therapy was going to my closest friend who was a biased person who could tell me straight up, like, dude, this, this, and this. Or who could just sit there and i could talk to and they didn't have an opinion about anything and sometimes you need that yeah i agree but yeah but your therapy can also be an activity your yeah. therapy can oh, be yeah. just like not doing anything and just taking a deep breath but again 
it's about taking that time for yourself and taking time to work mm-hmm. towards those goals whether it be you know standing up for yourself when someone says something to you or you know acknowledging it yeah that could be your first step like okay they just said something to me i feel my emotions i acknowledge my emotions i know what i'm feeling inside and how will i take those emotions in a positive way next time yeah but it also i feel like Uh, what it can also be mona yeah but what it can also be why are you laughing shut up she fucking farted tanya i'm taking this out of the freaking why you're so annoying what is this okay well so we're gonna wrap up this week's podcast send us a scenario bro okay anyways but thank you bro, for everyone who's been loyal and Tell like understand to you what I'm ew no i'm not saying it in that way you dirty okay but anyways i just wanted to say thanks to everyone who's been loyal and keeps asking us when we're gonna drop i promise we're gonna drop every week now inshallah the support in this house is very low right now. We got but we this. got you guys. We'll but see you next week. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.